But like, uh, like uh, you, you, you made me think of one time. You, uh, I, I remember one time when my pastor sat me down. You know, when, when, uh, when, when the Bible talked about, you know, it's a shame for, for men to have long hair. You know, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand that at first. So until, sit down and show me the reason why. You know, and and, and then when I sit down, you know, in the, the Bible, you know, when I actually saw that for myself, it, it's it's not because pastor told me that. You got the exactly. You, you see it for yourself, show, and now you, you know. You got to see it for you. You got to see it for yourself because yeah, the enemy, you know, the, the enemy, the um, it should, which is the devil, um, they are com- They are coming for for the pastors. You know, hell is mm. coming for our pastors these days because they want to paint them as the uh the enemy. You know, yep. oh. They, they not, uh, oh, they telling you this. Oh, they, they trying to be your boss. And that's why you got to know, you know stuff for yourself so you could, you could show right. them the word. The Bible, like my pastor goes the by bi- the word. Right, right. The Bible, mm-hmm. the Bible says study and, sh- and study and show yourself unto proof unto God, mm-hmm. not unto man. So we got mm-hmm. to show ourselves, uh, study and show ourselves unto proof unto God, not mm-hmm. man. So Amen. that that's another thing that, that if we're not careful because we can't make it to heaven under uh, our family coattails, under our brothers and sisters coattails. We got to make sure that we know the word of God for ourselves. Mm. You know, because because you, you gotta look at it. You know, there's gonna be people um, asking us, "Oh, why are you believe that way for?" And then and then yeah, but you gotta got know to where it able. is. You gotta know right. what you're talking about. You gotta yeah, that's that's right. And mm. then and then. We got to be accountable, you know. There's going to be people asking, "Okay, can, you know, can you tell me why you believe it like that, or show me why?" You know, mm-hmm. you get to be able to show that word of God right there, and show them. Exactly, that's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the key. The Bible is always the key. That's yes, sir. Because you know, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. That's that's the Bible is not a fairy tale. People, you know, the world make it, the world paint it as the fairy tale. You see. The, the biggest thing in the world these days is Christianity, true Christianity is under attack. Mm-hmm. You know, because, because what did the Bible say? These stand fast in the apostle doctrine. Yes, sir. And then, and then, and then we are under attack these days mm-hmm. because, because, because of preaching truth and teaching it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then because we, and then, and, and, and then, and we got to make sure that we stay stand fast, you know, if, if we if if we are not careful, if we are not careful, we'll you know? be drawn out. So that's that's why it's important that I think the key point that we've hit on is that we just got to make sure we know the word and make sure we right. know what we're talking about. That way, one, we're able to bring people to Christ. We're able to persuade them to join Christ. Right. But two, right. the point you're hitting on is that we prevent ourselves from being drawn away from Christ right. because something sounds more attractive or more enticing. So that's pretty much the crutch of it. Like those two reasons are why you need to know your word. One is that, like you said, we're living in a time where people are really challenging stuff. And I mentioned it too, people really challenging us to know stuff. So the key is for us to have an answer, to respond, be ready to give an answer to everyone. That would question us, hope we have in Christ Jesus. And then two, to keep yourself from being drawn away because their resources, because of Google, all this information we have is stronger, more powerful, and they could draw you away. So that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then um, we got to, we got to make sure. And and then, 
and then um another thing that i would say that um that's on attack is is uh you know another thing is you, you got to make sure that that you know that god is one you know a lot of 90 day people try to tell you they, they, well the world will tell you no god is three no god is four yeah the key god is to know that's part of knowing the word you just gotta you right. know you gotta, gotta know, know your doctrine word. you gotta know you gotta know all the scripture and because like you said people are coming at us and questioning what we have but whether right. it's oneness whether it's it doesn't matter what doctrine the point is you gotta the key is you gotta know it because you don't know it <clears throat> they'll give you trinity and they'll draw you away but also right. if you don't know it you won't be able to persuade someone that's in the trinity to join your right. faith so right, because, because. i think regardless of you know I think it applies to every principle in the Bible, but I think the key thing we want to make right. sure people take away from this is that whatever it is, if it's one, if it's oneness, Trinitarian, I mean, if it's oneness, if it's baptism, if it's holiness, the same principle applies, right? Regardless right. of what it is. You right. want to know, Indeed. you want to know it inside out because right. one, they'll draw you out with something alternative version of what you believe that sounds similar, sounds persuasive. And two, if not that, you want to be able to draw them out of it. So uh, those are, the, right. I think, those are the two main takes away from this question. I think personally, right? Uh, and then, and then you know, we know, we know personally that that there is no trinitarian trin, 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 trinity whatsoever in the inner word of God because when you study, you always talk about how God is one. You know, definitely, here, 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 Israel, the Lord our God is one. Mm -hmm. One Lord, one faith, one the baptism. You know, and then um, you know, I'm uh, and, and this is a good one. You know, you know, um, you know, um, uh, and then um, and then you know, if 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 you have if you have seen me, you know, you you have seen my father, which means. Come on, Jesus! Jesus talking about himself. You have you have seen him, you know. Yeah, and yeah. There's and plenty of scriptures to, to. Yeah, I was gonna say there's plenty of scripture to back it up, but I think the point is to know those scriptures and know how to use them because one, someone will try to either draw you away if you don't know the scriptures, or two, you won't be able to draw them too if you don't know the scriptures. Like he was one in three that says that he was the express image of the father's person right he was expressed image of his person express him and the key also i think in addition to knowing the word is to make sure you know to make sure you know the greek and the or the hebrew depending on what you read from aramaic the original language because it helps you better bring out your point so if you show someone okay jesus is the express image he was one and three he's the express image of his person not a separate person the express image well that's a good scripture to quote but you're able to persuade him even more if you showed him what express image means and in greek it comes to the greek word character which means imprinted it means imprinted copy in other words jesus was a copy of his person right and then it says he was a reflected brightness which means he was i mean it says he was the brightness of his person which means the reflected right. brightness as it comes to the greek Asparga. But the, right. so the key, really the key is, you know, there's a lot of different scriptures, but I think the key is to know the scriptures. Right. And Definitely. I know, and, and I think, you know, 
just in case someone who's trying to just come up with notes and stuff. I think the key is to try to organize your notes in a clever way. You know, try to, in addition to just putting the scriptures, try to come up with analogies, you know, come up with examples to better bring out your point in addition to, and plus have the Greek there, break down the Greek with them, the right. Hebrew, that stuff. And analogies, analogies are amazing. Like one I have is, you know, one I have in particular, just to use an example of an effective analogy, is I first point out to Trinitarians that, well, in every other religion, when you have three distinct persons, when you have three distinct persons, they're called three gods. The reason why Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades are called gods is because they're distinct persons, right? They, mm. It's grammarly correct to use the S. It's not grammarly correct not to use the S because they're distinct persons. So I told them, okay, here's, my, here's an analogy I'm talking about. If you have three cops, we don't call them cop, right? We don't say, we don't call them cop. We call them cops because they're distinct people. I mean, mm. like yeah. they hold the same office. Yes. Right. They have the same power. Yes. But they're distinct people. One name is Bob. One name is Trey. One name is Andrew. And they're part of different families. They, they live in different homes. Right. So my point is, how can you say the Trinity doesn't support gods? If you got three distinct people that hold the same office, just like cops, they're three distinct people. They're different people, but they hold the same office. So you got to add the S. Just like with cops, you add the S. With gods, you got to have. With gods, you got to add the S too, because you got three different people, short of the same rank, but they're distinct persons, right? right? In every other religion, and every other office space, like with cops, the congressman, we add the S. But for some reason, the Trinity doesn't want to do that. It says, "Oh well, you know, we we just call it God. <laughs> you know, we just call it God." <laughs> Now some right. some respond with well, we are some argue that no God is a we it represents a group, but the response to that is to show them in the Old Testament how God always refers to Himself in a singular, I am that I am. There are no gods beside me. He doesn't say we. He doesn't say us. Come on. So come on, bro. I guess right my point that. is. I guess my point is the key is to like you were saying, you know, make sure you got the scriptures. And then on top of that, make sure you really are able to break deep with the scripture with him. Like show them, hey, an original says this. And I got examples too to show you logically, because how how what you're saying doesn't make sense either. I gave you the scripture, I show you the original words it's from, and I gave you an example that shows you why logically what you're saying doesn't make sense too. But three cops. So I think that's the key. Like if any you know anyone watching is trying to come up with notes, I'm like, hey, make sure you got the scriptures. Make sure you got the original right. language, the important words in the scripture that bring it out even more. And then kind of come up with creative analogies and examples that really right. bring out. I have other ones, too, but really bring that, that I personally come up with. And that's the thing, too, is it's good that you study plans and stuff. I first, but me personally, I'm better. It's easier to go from memory and kind of, I mean, you still look at your notes some, but it's easier to kind of flow and really just conversate when you kind of come up with your own things. So I, me personally, I've looked at some studies and stuff, and I kind of use it as a backbone to, to or as an example of how to build my own. So my notes are pretty much a mixture of a base from something I took, but 50% of it or higher in certain sections is just my stuff that I add on to it and make it mine. So make it yours because if, if, if you just use someone else's, like in law school, they say don't use someone else's outline because it's theirs. So use it and it's like, how do I use this? How do I read it? You know what I mean? Because they made it for them. 
You know what I mean? Right. They made it specifically for them. So the key is the. it takes a lot of work. But I'm telling you, if you come up with your own notes and study for yourself, like you said earlier, you'll be a better witness. One, because go back to that, what were we talking about? One, you'll be a better witness. You'll be more right. persuasive, able to bring them in because it's your notes. So you know how to best use it. You know, okay, my, what I want is here. What I want is here versus if you just use some study kit or something. Okay, let me see how to use this. And they're waiting for you and you're looking all like, you know, like you don't know what you're talking about. And then two, right. you're, you're, it's harder for them to draw you out and draw you away from the faith. That's true. Because bro. you know how to, you have the notes and you know how to use them because you're, they're your notes. They say this is like, oh, wait a minute. I know on page three, I got this. Boom. They said it's always, right. and you're able to move, maneuver with it so fast because you made it. You prayed over it. You studied over it. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm not putting down stuff they got on Pentecost and Publishing House, the pre made stuff. But I think sometimes we that becomes a crutch. And it yeah. should really just be a base that you that you could use to help build on, you know right. what I mean? Help build your own thing, you know what I'm right. saying? Because because ultimately, that's ultimately you're more effective if you have your own thing and you know how to use right. it versus right. someone else. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah. So yeah, that that's awesome, bro. So um, the next question is so I'll, I'll ask two more before we wrap this up. So as as uh, young uh, as young apostolic Pentecostal people, what can we do to um, I guess I would say what make make the world what I said make the well I would put it like this well the world will never be a better place because the because every day the world you know the world gonna get. It, it it gonna get worse every day. Definitely, you know, yes, sir. Because 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 Jesus is soon to return. Because the, yeah. Because because the Bible, the Bible says you know the Bible says because you know, so mm. so what what can we do to I guess to to be better to be better Christians to to be better um, outside of Pentecostal people just just to show people. The love of God, just 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 to show them, just to show them that hey, we love Jesus, and then and you know, we want we want you to be a part of us. What's going on? We want you to be a part of the growth that's going on. We want you to have the same type of deal, mm, and okay. with with the outreach that that that's going on, the life changing experience that that that's taking place. The miracles, the, the signs and wonders. I mean, I think it kind of honestly. I think we we kind of, you know, cover probably probably cover that too. Did we? Yeah, I think we covered that. I think you covered it when you talked about home Bible studies. Right. I right, think that's okay. that's one thing that that shows them the fact that you would bother to go to their house, right, and schedule okay. something with them and actually go to their house. Maybe it's maybe it's far away from you. Maybe it's you know it's another place or something. I think that's one thing for sure. I think the other thing is, is, oh, let's see. Someone's like how you dress. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another thing too from, from sister yeah. Jessica Cram, where she said is about showing them. Oh, okay. That's good. So if you, if you're really going out of your way, to live for Christ, if you're not cussing, if you're dressing a certain way, if right. you're living a certain lifestyle, Being holy. that Being shows right. how much you love him. 
That's true. You get what I'm saying? That's true. Because 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 they ask you why are you doing all that. That creates an avenue for you to say because I love God that much. I want to do whatever right. it takes to get closer to Him. You know, so right. that that's another way we we can show the love of God is by as as Sister Jessica was saying right. by living the lifestyle. Because when right. you live the lifestyle, then people will be like, "Why you live like that?" And then you that creates an avenue, a pathway for you to tell them because I love God. God is love, so I'm right. trying to love Him by sacrificing and doing what it takes to be in a relationship with him, to keep my relationship with him. I'm doing whatever it takes. And then the last thing I was going to say was through outreach, through like giving, through drives, things of that nature. That shows you love people when in addition to giving them a sermon, you're willing to give them food and shelter. I think it's those two things. I think it's the home Bible studies, being willing to go beyond a church and go to them personally to teach them a word shows, hey, I want you to get saved that bad. Well, you were talking about, I want you to get the miracles that bad. I'm going to go out of my way to go to your house. Right. Two, by living a holy lifestyle, set aside for God. Because then that right. shows you love him that much. And then they ask you why you're doing it. Boom. I love God. Right. Three, and lastly, by, as they did in Acts, when they gave to the widows and stuff, by just giving practical things to people in need, helping the homeless, things of that nature. I think those three things in particular, what we can do today. There's probably other stuff, but those are the three main ones to me. That's good. That's good. I'm doing something right now. Hold up. Okay. Okay. Give me a minute, guys. Okay. Okay. So, uh, last question, bro, uh, of the night. So, um, prayer. Prayer. Prayer, prayer. So, because prayer is our lifeline mm-hmm. to God. Yes, sir. So, so prayer is very important because I know that we got to have a a a, a prayer life. We got to be because 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 it, it said you know pray that you let you 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 enter into temptation because if we don't pray. We will we will enter in temptation if we if we don't pray if we if we don't read the word of God we will fall we will fall flat. Mm, yes, sir. We gotta pray. So, so give give us your take uh take on your prayer habits. I guess you like like how how do you you know how do you you know um like for anybody who I guess who just getting started in, in prayer you know how. Mm. How do you start? Because be, I, I guess most people say, I guess most people say that. I know most people. Um, I guess when they find, the t- I guess the time. I know most some people do it early in the morning. I like to do it real early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I like to, I like to find a real quiet place. Just have the Bible with me. Pray for a good hour or so, and then uh, just pray for a good hour or so, and then. Because because you pray for five minutes, you can't be effective. Because you can't you can't get that stuff out of you that you once was going through. So uh, what you think? No, I was gonna say. I mean, you you hit it on the bush, Mr. Andrew. You hit it on the bush. You know, in terms of the time of day, it's interesting. Is if you look into the Bible, some pray at night, some pray at day, some pray in the morning. 
some people in the Bible prayed standing up, some prayed sitting down, some prayed laying down. So my point is, in terms of physical posture, in terms of time of day, you can do it whenever. Like whenever you need God, you can just call on him. So it just find what makes you comfortable, like you said, for you, like you, you mentioned your preference in terms of the time of day and the right. morning. Find what makes you comfortable. Hey, Some you mentioned that that I, I would throw out as well, like what you said, is the hour a day, you know. Right. It's really powerful. I try to get that in. It's just straight because what it does is it allows you to allocate 10 minutes, which is perfect for each thing. So you're praying, you're praying for 10 minutes to lift up God, 10 minutes to deny yourself, 10 minutes to intercede for others. 10, you know what I mean? And sometimes that shifts because sometimes God leads you to focus more on something specific. But it ensures it, it that you at least give a certain amount of time for everything. Right, that hour is just something about having an hour because it's generally six things to really address in prayer. So, and as Sister Jessica was saying, pray without season. That's another aspect people miss is that you should be praying throughout the day. You know, in addition to that one hour you set aside for God as you go about your day, pray because pray is just talking to God essentially. There's different ways to do it, there's different kinds of prayer. You got intercessory prayer, you got supplication prayer. Intercessory is when someone's in need. You're praying for them on their behalf, and God kind of sends something to intercede for them. Supplication is, God, I really need something, crying out for that. It's basically a desire or want, like I need a new job. You have, That's excuse good. me, you have healing prayer, praying for someone to be healed, praying for someone to be delivered. You have denial prayer, praying to deny yourself, like a sinner's prayer. Not sinner in terms of like, you know. Like, you know, right, they claim, right, right. oh, that saves you. Yeah. But in terms of like, God, I sinned, right. can you forgive me? Right. You know, that kind of, you know, of course we believe you got to repent, be baptized in Jesus' name, get the right. Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. Right. But by sinner's prayer, I mean, okay, I sinned, God, forgive me. Like as, as right. the Bible says, sin not, but if you sin, you have to advocate with the Father. That's with the Father. So, so my point is there's different layers and different types of prayers. Right. But to me. At the end of the day, you should be praying all day because it's just communication right, with God. That, right, that's my right. point. It's just communication. Just God. Throughout your day, you see the sky like, God, that's nice. Or you see this person right. going at you a certain way at work like, God, please help me deal with this person. And, right. and, and as you look at things, you're saying that. And, and the reason why it's important to pray always is because, so I want to say it's in Thessalonians. You know, it's, I want to say it's there, but it talks about how we have a body, soul, and spirit. And I put it like an apple. So you have the outer layer of the apple, the body, the middle layer, the soul, and then the innermost layer, the spirit. And in the Greek, that means the part that enables us to connect with God. The soul is like your thoughts and emotions. The body is your flesh. And then the inner layer, the spirit, is is what we have that animals don't. It enables us to hear and communicate with God. Right. right. My point is, unless you're praying every day, and unless you're praying always, then that it's going to take a lot to break those layers. But if you, mm. if you, the Bible says walk in a spirit, that means right. continuously pray always. That means continuously. Right. If right. you're, if you're always walking it and praying to God, those layers, those outer layers are not that strong. It's so, because intercession, oftentimes intercessory prayer is unexpected. You get right. a sudden call. My dad's on the deathbed. Well, if you haven't been praying all week, you don't have time to try to get yourself in the right state spiritually. You could die at any Come minute. On. You need to be ready right then. And my point is, when you've been praying always and praying throughout the week, you're able to quickly enter that mode because your right. flesh is so weak 
because you're always walking in the spirit and not feeling the rest of the flesh. So even though, come on, even though you're not at church, even though you're on a job and just you know thinking about the job, you can quickly penetrate those outer layers because right. they're they're weaker. You practice you practice beating up that flesh. You so it's there, but it's like it's weak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, Versus yes. someone who only prays once a week, that flesh is strong. So they hear about right. their dad dying and they try to pray and it's like <laughs> you're trying to break the layer. It's taking right. a long time. Come it's on. taking a long time because you let that flesh build up. That flesh gets beat up once a week and that's it. <laughs> so that flesh right. is strong. That flesh oh, yeah. is strong. Oh, yeah. But if you put you on yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision, as the Bible says, for the flesh, for the luster up, provision means room. If you make no room for it, that flesh is weak. So even when you're at work, even when you're not thinking about God, not, you know, I mean, you're still thinking something. You know what I mean? You're at work. Right. Oh, yeah. If you, if you, if you, if you're daily, daily, daily dying daily, that flesh is dying daily. It's weak. It's there. Right. But when people look at you, they see Jesus. <laughs> and people like, so, so yeah, prayer is, and another thing too, I, I like doing after prayer is studying my Bible. You know, Bible right. study is important. It's kind of off topic, but I'd recommend for people listening, like make sure you, one, you know, study the Bible, but use, look at the commentaries, give you context. You look at, get a Greek Hebrew Bible or, or use, there's a, there's a good tool I like as well, Blue Letter Bible. Look at the original language, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Right. And try to read overall chapters. I mean, try to read overall chapters because it gives you the full picture. You know, when studying the Bible and take notes, you know, what helped yeah. me and starting out and something I still do quite a bit, but mainly when I started out my first year, I focused on learning entire topics. So right. in my notes, I put repentance and I just looked at all the scriptures on repentance, did so much research on that baptism, all the, on that heaven, all the, on that categorize your notes on categories. So if you're witnessing to someone, boom, you can quickly go to the right scroll, scroll. These are all my scriptures, all my examples, all my stuff on repentance. Boom. Oh, they want right. to talk about, you know, homosexuality. Is that a sin? Let me let me go to homosexuality to boom. All the scriptures. I got the Greek breakdown. I got it's already ready for me to go. You know what I'm right. saying? So and so there's that. And yeah, like sister sister Jessica was saying, you know, Paul I mean, Paul Peter says gotta die daily. You know, right, repent true. means to make sure your heart is right with God. You gotta make sure your heart's right that's with true. God. You gotta die daily, and you can only do that through prayer. That's true. Prayer, you know, prayer is how you how you, you know die daily. Prayer is how you make sure your heart is right with God. Because how true. how can you how can your heart be right with God if you don't talk to God? Mm, you know I mean, wow. <laughs> like we're we're the bride; wow. he's the bridegroom. We're supposed to talk to him. We're supposed to get to know him. You know, he see, he he says his hand is not shortened to where it cannot save, neither ear heavy to where it cannot hear. That our iniquities have separated us from our God and sins made to where we're not here. And in order to get past that and break that and break that separation, we got to address those sins and iniquities. And how do you address that through prayer? You know, that's that's how you address it. The Bible says, and I, I want to say it's in Hebrews, let the wicked man forsake his ways and a righteous man his thoughts will let him return upon the Lord. And you have mercy right. upon him, and wow. he will abundantly pardon him. But in order for him to get pardon and mercy, you have to return to him. Mm -hmm. You have to return to him. You know what I mean? So that's that's the key, you know. That's awesome. That is awesome. Wow. But 
Bro, I thank you for that. Appreciate that. But um, well, we coming to an end on this one. But uh, we most definitely gonna have uh brother Mike, Minister Mike Walkins back on with us from uh Faith Tapper not not uh Faith Tapper not not uh. Pronounce the church that you're from again, bro. Oh, yes, sir. Faith Tabernacle Apostolic Ministry. Okay, yeah, most definitely. Uh, a good a good friend of mine. We go way back from... <laughs> way back, way back. Yeah, way back, yeah. So from 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 a Marco Polo ministry that we uh we know each other from, a little group mm -hmm. that used to just talk about the goodness of God on there and just minister the word of God on. And, wow, the Lord just... Just, and it brought us back together. So I'm yes, glad sir. that the Lord just brought us back together on this. But we're most definitely gonna gonna be linking linking up again because this is good. So yes, and, and Minister Andrew, I want to say too, thank you for for inviting me and and I love listening to your to your weekly podcast as well. You know, high fun living for young adults. Like I highly recommend everyone watching this check it out. It's, it's a great resources resource you know, where he breaks down you know how to live as a Christian as a young person. So, so thank you for, for your ministry and all you do. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're very welcome. It's, it's all about, it's all about, you know, uh, the, the Bible do say that, um, we're all ministers of, of the gospel of Jesus yes, sir. Christ. And then, and if we are ambassadors of him, you know, we are servants of, of God, you know, I'm just trying to do the work of God, you know, you know, of you know that's that's all that I'm trying to do, and then you know by me doing this podcast and stuff, and then just doing whatever else God want me to do, I'm just being a servant. That's all I am to do. Yes, know? sir. You know because because Calvary was enough. Just like Brother Victor Jackson said, you know he said you know if he, if he don't preach another sermon, if he don't do this again, you know he said he know because Calvary was enough. So, yes, so um, I appreciate I appreciate you, bro, for coming on, um, reaching the next generation of of youth and hyphen. So, I ask you to pray over us um, once again. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, and before we pray, Minister Andrew, I was going to say, Sister Jessica, reaching out in the comments saying she would like to help as well. You know, help support the ministry and and join on one. So. I was just throwing that out yeah, there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm most definitely will, uh, will be, will be reaching out to her. Yeah, I'll go ahead and pray. And, and Lord, thank you for you blessing us, and thank you for you blessing us to be able to bake bread and being able to truly just discuss your word and and discuss prayer and discuss Bible study and discuss oh, Lord, what we can do to better reach the lost souls, Jesus. Where you can thank you, Yes, Jesus, I pray that we all leave this not the same. That something was said that could encourage us, that can encourage everyone listening, that there was a God and that this God can empower them. This God can help them be a witness. This God can help them have the power to overcome doubt, overcome questions. Oh, well, people questioning me, they're questioning how I look, how I do this, but give them the encouragement to be bold. Give them the encouragement to ignore what people are saying and just focus on being a witness because we need witnesses in this final time, in the time of COVID, in the time of unrest. People need to hear 
the gospel. People need to get peace, joy, meekness, and they can only get that from the Bible. So I pray that we continue to be witnesses. We continue to empower others. I get up. He hold up. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Once again, bro. And um, be blessed, my brother. And um, I appreciate everybody that joined us um, throughout this broadcast. I don't know how many uh, people that we have, but uh, who came on uh, and supported us here tonight on this very first live that I ever done on Facebook. But uh, I was kind of nervous, but the Lord helped us through this. But uh, everyone, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, me and uh, me and brother Mike, we we yes, appreciate y'all for joining us. And then, um, um, and then, um, you know, um, he he have a wonderful he have a wonderful um, testimony. So 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 y'all go back and re-listen to it to the very beginning. And I promise y'all that y'all will be blessed. And then, um, if y'all have not um, check out the um, the podcast. Uh, reaching um, the last generation of of youth and hyphen is on all podcast platforms: Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, every podcast platform that's on there. Um, I promise you that you will be blessed, and and um, it's just it's just it's just words from God. It's just everything on there is from God, and then truly you will be blessed and then I just want I just I just want everybody to see Jesus. I want people to be uh I just want people life to be changed. I want to see people life. I want to see people filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to see people uh set free, baptized in Jesus' name, uh set free. Delivered. Yes, living right, living a holy separated lifestyle, especially in this last hour that we are in. So um uh, brother, uh, do you have anything that you want to say? Honestly, any, no, I any, think... Any, oh, I'm sorry. Any, any last word you would like to say? I guess just to remember kind of what we talked about. You know, we talked right. about we talked about the importance of prayer. Right. Studying. And we talked about how you need to diligently do those things daily in order to weaken the flesh so you could tap into God as quickly as possible for different situations. We talked about the key thing that can hinder us as young people is all the distractions, all the different sources. So make sure you stick with the source and make that your root and make the other things just extra stuff, secondary sources, the main sources, the word of God, you know, and then also remember Go back and, and listen to the testimony I gave y'all, showing that God can deliver you out of things, and you could use that as a testimony to help others. So yeah, I, I think I just wanted to just reiterate the main points, and that's kind of what I was trying to hit on throughout the podcast too, because some of those people they miss the main points and right, you, yeah. that 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 really take away. So pretty much those those main things, you know. Yes, sir. Okay, man. Well. I appreciate that, and then we will most definitely um, be in contact, man, for part two. Um, It'd be an honor to, to be back on for part two. 
be honest. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Like yeah, we always have a good time. So in part two conversation, um, I think next time we'll have some type of topic. So uh, sounds good. So, yes, sir. We'll just we'll just break in the name. So between so we'll probably give it between probably a month or two, probably for now, probably. We'll Sounds good. good with, we'll look and see what's going on in the world from then to now and then, you know, 